Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Super necessary. God, Eric, my God! Unbelievable! Just like that! Come and done! You gotta be kidding me! You gotta be kidding me! You can't say much other than wow. Super necessary. It didn't get one bit of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I tried to I tried to be a bit different and make it sound like we were on the fucking radio or something. I don't know. But um sorry about the noise, folks. The yeah. math just didn't work with that one. But yeah, welcome back to Super Necessary. Uh look at you. Don't have to see our ugly faces today. Yeah. Um audio only, like back to the old days, yeah. Been a while since we've done an audio only one. I know, yeah. We've uh, the podcast. <laughs> That's how much we've evolved. I know. <laughs> like just everything on video now. <laughs> yeah. No, we thought we'd. Well, truthfully, we've uh, we've had like three interviews booked this week so far, and none of them have happened. Yeah. Um Not not blaming anyone. These things happen, but we've kind of just gone fuck's sake. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, we wanted to our content. Out, we still so. wanted to put something out there, and you know. For us over here, it's a big event tomorrow. Yeah, major um, event. And we are very, very excited for said event. Um, well, what event is it again? I don't know exactly what one you're talking about. Um, Ant and Dex at United Takeaway. Oh, yeah, that. oh <laughs> yeah, that's a big one. And then just down the road from it is UFC London. Um, <laughs> no, it is. It's it's big. It's like, you know, not only here for, what, three years? Three um, years, yeah, two, two and a half, three years. Last last one was obviously before the whole pandemic thing. The other one scheduled in March, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. I think it's mad. I think it's it's probably in a weird way. It's probably worked wonders for the regional scene, for the local, for like just the UK scene. Because I suppose the goal is like to get into one of these promotions, but then the fact that they haven't been able to actually get to them promotions because of the pandemic and then yeah. the promotions haven't been able to come here to like maybe scout or anything like that it's allowed fighters to hone the skills and you know we were talking with Ray Thompson the other day weren't we about like the level of amateur fighters in the country yeah. it's like ridiculous like it shocked it shocked Ray it shocked me it probably shocked you as well like the level of fighters at an amateur level now is, is phenomenal so it's probably been a little bit of a blessing that you've been able to just train and train and train rather than I mean, obviously you want to be fighting, but getting just them constant hours in when when there was no shows and stuff like that must have been a, must have been a hell. Um, yeah, definitely. So yeah, but it's a, it's a big event. Um, you know, great card, which we're gonna 
look at in a moment. Um, we are going to start out um, just by doing our own little shout-outs. Uh, yep. we're, we're taking a page out of there. I don't know if you've seen the episode of it, but Johnny Buffong, uh, CEO of MMA Rap, uh, we're taking a little bit of page out of his book. He, their motto is, we rise by helping others. Yeah. Uh, and we just felt like giving a few little shout-outs to those in the MMA community who've, who've done well over the past, well, a few months since we last done an episode like this. Yeah. Uh, so the first one we're going to mention is our boys from across the pond, Lean Owen, Ian from Slip the Jab. Yeah. Uh, massive for them. Very recently, the thing was, was it last weekend, was it? Last weekend, I think I attended, yeah. um, attended Bellator, the Nears Press. Yeah. Huge um, for them. The shows, I mean, the sh- if you haven't checked them out, go and do it. The, the, it's a great show. Um, Ian is probably one of the most knowledgeable people you'll ever, you'll ever listen to in terms of well, just combat sports in general, really, isn't he? Um, yeah, I mean, they they done well with it. I mean, Lino done so well with Bellator that I think MA, MMA Junkie even used his interview with one of the fighters but didn't really credit him. Don't think they credit him, which is quite shit. Um, yeah. And yeah, he, uh, he did make a point of this is why he would like people to say where they're from first, you know what I mean? Because then you can't have that. Yeah, yeah. Unless you're going to go through Ed and stuff, but they've even made the leap into video now. Um, so that's a little interesting thing for them. Yeah, like we say, I mean, you know, as I say, show's really good. The production value in terms of audio has always been really good. So yeah, I've got no doubt it'll be the same with the video. So yeah, shout out to them. Yeah, definitely. Um, Next couple of people we wanted to shout out are uh, Lewis Simpson and Gendo from Uncage Media. Um, they have recently come together. I say recently, it was a few months ago now, like, but yeah, uh, to create Combat Sports UK. Um, they've grown it very fast, actually. Um, very quickly, yeah. But with good reason. They're both, you know, they're both fairly well known in mm. in the British community, even though Gendo is American, which is really odd. Um, <laughs> well, he, he, I think I think he's meant to be moving over here at some point. So weird, but... yeah, he he's he loves British MMA, doesn't he? Yeah, that's what he's about. So, um, but no, they've they've grown it well. It's um, very much like a MMA UK, but they seem to be on top of everything. Whereas you don't really see MMA UK much anymore. Um, yeah, they continue the way they're going. They'll end up taking over MMA UK. Give it yeah. a couple of years. And I mean, Lewis Simpson done well with um, over the Hammer Oaks. Over, over there you go. He, he done well with that. And for him to be able to sort of break off, you know, with no sort of issues um, and then create his own UK one, you know what I mean? And have yeah. someone like Gendo come on to it and, you know, they're looking for other people to join media as well and, and mm. do it with them. And, you know, and not even just join, but they're, they're willing to help them yeah. to train them and that as well. Yeah. It just shows you what, what they're like. We did consider joining up with them ourselves, but we just felt that it wasn't the best move for us at the time. Yeah. But it's it's great to see the moves that they are making and, you know, we'll always support them. Yeah. And they're doing well. They're doing really Definitely. well. So drops to them. Um, last person we just wanted to shout out is um, Emmanuel, who runs the Prospect MMA podcast. Yeah, uh, which um, is now 
the prospect MMA media um, yeah. due to him being, being hacked, which is shit when you consider he's built up the podcast, but he's he's not down. He's made a new page, you know, and built it up again. Um, he's also another one that attends Bellator in Ireland. He does well with the Ireland um, MMA scene there. If there's any Irish fighters, like he'll have them on. You know what I mean, as well yeah. as others, but he's yeah, he he, he does good What's stuff. He's, he's up to like three hundred odd episodes, isn't he? He's, like, he, yeah, he he works like is um is the amount of content he puts out is is ridiculous. Like when you consider, he didn't start much. I think he started a little bit before us, didn't he? But not too much. Yeah, I mean, he's. I, I think he said before the only thing he has is his phone. You know what I mean, <laughs> he's he, he's doing it. He's attending th- events using his phone. He's you yeah, know he's it? doing the in- interviews and it just shows you like yeah, it's good to have a a camera in that, but you can still capture interviews and that with what you've got in your hand every day. So it's yeah, um, yeah big big props to him. He's gonna continue growing. Yeah. So yeah, props, props to all of them. We just wanted to take a moment to highlight a few others for once. Yeah. Um, so UFC London, big, big, yeah. big. Um, <laughs> so we're going to talk about the one fight that is now not happening first, and that's Nathaniel Wood and Vince Morales. Vince Morales flies all the way, yeah, and then gets sick. Um, it's must absolutely be, must be that British weather, eh? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's some dodgy fish and chips. Um, now you know what. Um, we'll, we'll get on to fish and chips later as well. By the way, um, you might know what I'm referring to by that, but uh, you'll understand later on. Anyway, um, no, you know it. It's just shit for Nathaniel. Um, mm. when we had him on twelve months ago, maybe a bit longer. Um, he, you know, just fractured his hand and was out, and we mm. were like expecting. Right, yeah, he'd be back by, I think, didn't he? I think he tackled like the June or July, didn't he? Something like that. He, he, he did have a matchup, didn't he? He was going to fight Jonathan Martinez. Um, and then he, he broke his hand again, <sighs> I believe. It's and then, unfortunate. So it's like, best part of 18 months out. Yeah. And what, three days, two days before the fight? It, yeah. it's, it's gone. And what, what annoyed me, well, not annoyed me, but what's disappointed me most for Nathaniel is you had so many people coming forward, putting a name forward to fight him. You had Davy Grant, who was there yeah. on the UFC roster already. He would have passed all the medicals, all the he would have passed everything. The fight could have happened. And he, 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 took his, he took his shorts and everything, his, uh, yeah, his gummy yeah. and stuff. And his, he took everything. He was willing that. to jump in on two days' notice. But not only that, you had Sam Creasy from Cage Warriors. Yeah. Uh, he, he said he'd jump in. You had uh, Dean Garner. Said he'd jump in. Yeah, because he was uh, there for um uh, Yeah. It was a Dean who said uh, I'll pay someone a thousand pound to let Davy Grant's tires down or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, seeing that. <laughs> um who else said he'd jump in? There was someone else. Yeah, there know. was Jack Cartwright, I'm pretty sure he I've seen his yeah. name from there somewhere, and then Ad, Adam Bromald. Um you've seen him quite a bit in Cage Steel. Mm. Um he threw his name into the bag. I mean he had options. Obviously, Davey would have been the go-to, but for whatever reason, it hasn't happened. It's yeah, it's it's just just shit for Nathaniel. Um, but I mean, it looks like they'll probably run it back. 
soon. They could even, you know, I wouldn't even be surprised if it was in a, in a few weeks. To, to um, be honest with you, I'm, I'm more intrigued in this Davy Nathaniel Wood fight now. Like, <laughs> I, I think, like, with each opponent, obviously not, like, discrediting any others, like, they've become more of an interesting fight with Nathaniel. And then yeah. Davy throwing his name in, like... I don't know. That, that, that was a, that's a fight that's just very interesting, you know, to see how, how they match up. Um, yeah. But yeah, like you said, they're going to run it back. Nathaniel said they're going to, you know, rebook it again, and hopefully, it's it's not too long. Whatever the illness is with Vince, hopefully it's a quick recovery and you can get it booked because you can see Nathaniel's just wanting to get it in there now, and yeah. Shite. Shite. Absolutely shite. That's the fight game in it. So yeah. He knows that he's been there, I suppose. Maybe not with an illness, but he's been there. So just one of them it, things, unfortunately. Yeah, he's been there, but obviously it's something it's goes goes part well, and parcel with well, the game. There's it? 12 fights on the card still. Yeah. Um so let's get into it because we don't want to keep these good people who are listening here forever. Um, <laughs> As great as we are, we, we can't hold the attention for like yeah. four hours. Let's, yeah. let's be honest. Even though we're going to try tomorrow with a live stream. <laughs> and we, we'll do. We'll do it. Yeah, we're, we're going to do a live stream, by the way. Um, Just in case you didn't know. Yeah, and this you, one, this one will first. get recorded. Last time Paddy was on a card. And Molly, we we didn't record it. We didn't know how to. Yeah, and now we uh, do. It was our so first time using, using Twitch. So we went to, uh, what's the word, savvy with it. With it. Yeah. But this time, so, yeah. followers, followers in preparation on Twitch, super necessary podcast. Um, yeah, I don't think you have to put it at or anything, just super necessary podcast. And there's no um, extra Y's in it, so you're good, yeah, yeah, easy spelling. <laughs> Although I feel like the extra Y's is our thing now, yeah, I know. Why? I'm, gonna be, Why? I'm gonna have to be quitting a bit like three Y's from now, <laughs> yeah, I haven't got a Y in my name, so I can't really. Thing, you know. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I can change really the van to take the I with the Y. You could, but then that's just weird. Yeah, <laughs> and if we try and go, and if we try and like do like I'm Quinny, we can't really have you as Diviney. That just sounds weird. <laughs> Diviney. <laughs> no, it'll just be divine. Divine. <laughs> right, let's get into it then. So, opening the show, making his UFC debut, Muhammad Makayev uh, is fighting Cody Durden. Cody Durden. I don't know why I feel like saying his name like that. Cody Durden. It's just one of the names, isn't it? Like, he's got to be from like Tennessee or something. Georgia, close enough. I <laughs> uh, was Georgia, what Georgia? What Georgia? Like, not Georgia the country. Oh, okay. Let's see Georgia, that, uh, Georgia yeah. the state. <laughs> the state of Georgia. <laughs> she looks terrible. That's um, just a scouse insult. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Makayev, it's, it's been sort of long overdue for him, I guess. Um, as you can say quite a bit he, about. Is he 11 and 0? No, he's not quite that many. Is he? He's, think, he's undefeated, I don't know that much. In his pro, I think he's 6 and 0. Um, hmm. Overall, his, doesn't, he, doesn't he claim to be like 30 and 0 overall or something like that? Well, his, his amateur career, he, he was in the amateurs from 2015 and done it right up until the pandemic. And he had, uh, what? Well, he must be like twenty odd and all. To be honest with you, 
um, or close to that. So he was undefeated in his amateur career. Um, and then I think he is fighter pro, consistent in being in Celtic Gladiator and Brave. I think he must have had like four outings at Brave and two at Celtic Gladiator. Um, and like oh. people were saying, like the, the, yeah, there was some long ago. Oh, yeah, yeah. As yeah. like, um, pro, he was uh, amateur. Sorry, he was twenty. I want to say twenty-three and all. Yeah, he's considered one of the best best amateurs life, and I think that's where yeah. a lot of people heard of him just from his his amateur stuff. Know what I mean, um, mm. he's. I mean, don't get me wrong. He's got talent, no doubt, absolutely. Um, and he's gonna he's gonna come in and do. Well, you've you with with a record like he's got, you you can only believe that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, that being said, he's the only uh, is he classed as British? Is he? I'm not too sure. Yeah. Yeah. In the Wayans, um, yeah, he, he had the flag next to his yeah. name. He, he he didn't originally. I think they had the mm. Russian one with them, but he said to UFC um, Europe or BT Sport, one of them change man for. The brief flag. So, mm. um, um, yeah, he's what well, I think of all the Brits, he's the one we're not going to be rooting for. Yeah, we're not too keen on him for reasons. Um, yeah, I mean, it'll, it'll be a good fight, and it's certainly a an interesting way to open the event. Um, mm. I think even with it being the first fight, you're still going to have a lot of fans there because of how long it's been. I think fans are going to be there early. That's um, it. I think UK fans were very... If you're into your MMA, you're very up on you. You're like, you're amateurs and you're ones who aren't in the UFC. So all these people are going to be bringing... All these British fighters are going to be bringing people with them. Yeah. So it, it's going to be... Yeah, it's going to be busy from the beginning. Yeah, um, yeah. Definitely. Plus, you got Cage Warriors tonight, which a lot of people will be going to both events. Yeah, that's gonna that's gonna be like people will come out of that tonight thinking, "Oh my god, that was amazing!" I need I'm staying here until the UFC starts. <laughs> yeah, Look, London's <laughs> booming right now with MMA. Oh yeah, bastards. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, don't know too much about Dead, and I mean, I, 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 we've probably watched them, but I can't I can't remember if we have to be honest with you, but. His record in the UFC is one one and one. <laughs> yeah. Started with a with a draw, Chris Gutierrez lost to Jimmy Flick and then beat Killing Ayori. So it's it's pretty it's a pretty suitable fight, you know, coming in, I think. If if you're basing it just on that and, and records alone, then a lot I mean, of people go with Makayev, but He's got to be the favourite, like hasn't he? You'd think anyway. Makayev, yeah, yeah. He, he's, um, he's got the sort of he's got the, the fan base essentially, hasn't he? At, at yeah. home. Um, so Say, don't don't get me wrong. Don't like don't like him, but I am actually I'm looking forward to watching him. To be honest. Yeah. Um, you know so much about someone. There's 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 hype there. Um, yeah. It's like, it's like that uh, that Paddy kid, whoever he is. That, that Paddy lad. It just I, I've heard people just talking about him like <laughs> this this next thing or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you've so you've seen, isn't it, Paddy? Um <laughs> we'll we'll get on to him, don't we? Yeah. Uh so after that then is uh, one of only two women's fights on the cards. 
on the cards. Like there's more than one. Um, Defin- on the card, technically, there is. Because there's a prelim card and a main card. Yeah. Okay. There you go. I was right. Yeah, um, you know what you're talking about. Sure. <laughs> uh, Cordy McKenna versus Elise Reed. Um, has Cordy been away for a while? I feel like we haven't seen McKenna for a while. Um, I know she 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 won the ultimate fighter, didn't she? Um, yeah. Showed real promise. I can't well. Uh, I remember a fight against Kay Hansen because I think it was sort of dubbed as. The two youngest in, in the UFC, uh, females at least. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, last time we seen Cody was, yeah, twenty twenty, against Kay Hansen. Yeah. Um, before that, she fought Vanessa Demopoulos, um, in oh, the nice. series. She only lost once in a pro career, like, um, but yeah, um, six and one for Cody. Four and one for the least, so it's it's a. I mean, just on records alone, it's a even enough matchup. Yeah. Um, she did have a cancelled fight last year against Emily Whitmire. Um, don't know. Obviously, don't know why that was cancelled, like, but um, I mean, COVID stuff. So at least Reed looks like she was a former, um, former Cage Fury champion. She's fought in Bellator. Um, she's. Yeah, she's done quite a bit, admittedly. So, should be a good fight. Am I right in saying Cody's come through Cage Warriors as well? Yeah, so she fought on three, four Cage Warriors cards, only lost one to Michal Desegni. I hope I'm saying that right. Um, Yeah, so she fought Cage Warriors and then she's fought a UKFC. Um, the only other promotion I recognise, but she's fought in a few different promotions and amateurs as well. Yeah. Um, no one to recognise on an amateur record. But yeah, I mean, you know, she's, you can technically call it two fights in the UFC with the one in the contender series. Yeah. Um, you know, she's got two wins. So, Kay Hansen, not a, not an easy fight. Yeah. Um, first fight so, as well, yeah. Getting, getting the win there, very good. So, I, you know, I'm again, I'm excited to, to see Cordy back in action and Elise Reed should be a good opponent for her. And I think she was the underdog in that fight. I think a lot of people had Hanson as winning. Um, I mean, yeah, yeah um, I reckon I, we probably would on paper as well, to be fair. So, yeah, um, yeah, it just, but it, it's one of them. It just boosts her, you know, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Her stock, boosts yeah. her stock, winning as an underdog, as we all know. So, let's go. Yep. Uh, next one. One of two fights I'm really surprised on the undercard uh, or the prelims. Uh, Jack Shaw and Timur Valiev. Yeah. Like Jack I, Shaw on the prelims. Jack Shaw on the prelims is crazy. Um, People were surprised by that. I, 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 that's mad, but like the, the cards stacked. Like, oh, yeah. Like, you, the cards stacked. You stacked, see stacked, like, the this card put together. 15 or no? Man's 15 now, yeah. Like that, that's not so And it's not even like. Lord. Oh, I mean, and he's like, four now in, he's four now in the UFC alone. Yeah. Like, the man's been here for a while. You know. So, who, who would you change around with, with, with the main now? Well, or? That's the thing. Actually, it, actually, we got a sort of question in regards to Jack Shaw. So, save that 
till, okay. till the questions. But it is very, it is criminal that he's on. To be honest, it's, it's tough because for me, Jack Shaw and Paul Craig both don't deserve on the, to be on the prelims. But at the same time, would yeah, you, you probably off this, for them too. Well, um, just hypothetically, oh, I mean, if, like, if, if it was me, uh, I'd be swapping Giant Ilya for Shaw and Timor, yeah. and then I'd be swapping Craig for Gunnar Nelson because Gunnar Nelson's very popular, especially in the UK. But he's what I think he's on is he two or three loss, two losses coming off two, two losses. Paul being Craig being on you know, for life. Two and a half years, maybe. He's been off for a while. Time, when was, last, was the last time he fought when he um, lost I think the last time was against Leon, I think. Oh, no, Gilbert Burns. Oh, was it? Okay. So we fought relatively quick there, March 2019 and September 2019. And then as unfortunate. Right. So long layoff, coming off two losses. Then you got Paul Craig. Not quite as long a layoff, but coming off four... Well, he's undefeated in five. And some of the names there, Shogun. Twice, <laughs> Jamahal yeah. Jamahal Hill, who's on fire right now. Yeah, um, and he fucking you know earlier in a bit earlier in his career beat Magomed Ankalaev who again is on fire right now. Yeah, like, no, no, that's been a, a big talk of it as well. Yeah, Paul Craig shouldn't be on an undercard. Yeah, I that I don't know. I think. Uh, maybe. But again, it's it, it is just so tough. Yeah, I mean, may, maybe Dana had like sort of had good contact with Gunnar while he was out. You know what I mean? Mm, and he's maybe. probably said when you come back, I'll give you like a decent slot and that because he was a, a, a big talk you know, before he, he left. You know, he's just he's been plagued with injuries and that thing. So I say, I mean, Dong Wong, he's still massively popular, as I say. Seems to be very popular in the UK. They always get him on the UK cards. Yeah, people love him over here, and from you know, from all intents and purposes, he's, he seems like a really good fella. Um, but where where they both where they're all at in the career right now, for me, he shouldn't be on a on the main card over Shaw or Craig. Yeah. Um, but look, it is what it is. We still get to see the fight, so we do. And I, I, that, that's I've... all that matters. I think so let's going back to the last one. I think Shaw was on the prelims as well. Yeah. So let's let's just talk about that again a little bit. So Shaw, are we thinking he's going to be the the favourite again? I mean, fifteen and all, four and all in the UFC. There's no real reason to, to doubt him, is there? No, no. I mean, he's he's shown his levels uh, across all. Although he is um, he's fighting a Dagestan fighter, <laughs> so it's it's well, going to be tough. Were any meant to be fighting? Uh, uh, and then Magomedov before like, I'm not sure it, it, it is either it was this one and it's been changed or it was his last fight and it got changed but I'm sure oh, he's meant okay. to be fighting said Nemagomedov ne- ne- or however you pronounce his name pretty sure it was him so um, that would have been an intriguing matchup but I guess hmm. you get this to an extent with the Dagestani fighter that sort of Sambo base, you know what I mean? Um, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I still think Shaw takes it. I think I haven't seen much yeah, of, of, of Valiev, but I believe in Shaw's abilities, um, as he does himself. So, hmm. I mean, just looking at um, Valiev's record here, I mean, he's 
he's obviously fought in UFC for a little bit, uh, no contest with Trevin Jones, um, which was originally a TKO win for Jones, didn't know that, um, overturned after he tested positive for marijuana. Okay. Um, beat Martin Day, then beat Rayoni Barcelos, but he's fought in PFL. Before that, he was in World Series of Fighting, which obviously that's, um, I can't remember the guy's name now, PFL. Um, Ray Sheffo. Ray Sheffo, that's the guy. Man, <laughs> <blank>. <laughs> he, he, he had World Series of Fighting before he made, when he made PFL. So, yeah. Obviously, he had a good. He must have had a good relationship with Ray Sheffo because he worked with him for four years there, and then now he's, you know, he's in the UFC. Yeah. Not going to be an easy fight for by any stretch of the imagination. Just looking at his his record, yeah, he's a Pan- Pancration Federation World and European Champion. I don't know what Pancration is, but um, heard of Pancration, but never heard of Pancration. <laughs> um, Sounds like a disease. Russian Grappling Federation. Open winner, um, he's a Dagestan Championship winner in Kudo, which is Kudo. <laughs> Kudos. Um, <laughs> it's a Japanese martial art, and so he's he's he won a Dagestan Championship in that in hand hand combat. He won the Dagestan Open. He, he seems well. So he's, he's he's got the tools. You know what I mean, if... yeah. very tough fight, but for all intents and purposes, there. Yeah, um, but yeah, I believe sure. Will surely get to win. After <laughs> further in there. <laughs> um, one thing I do want to ask you before we continue with the rest of the card, obviously with what's going on in the world at the moment, um, are you surprised that there's still four Russian fighters on the card? Um, to to an extent, yeah. I mean, it it makes you wonder why they like, like someone like Volkov can get over or. You know, um, who did you mention them, Valiev and the other two fighting each other, pa- pa- Pavlovich and that? Pavlovich. Uh, yeah, it makes you wonder like, the how they can get over. Them. But like, Jan's team is struggling. It's different though, isn't it? I know it's different between the US and, and that's it. whatnot. That's the US not letting them in. But then, like, you've got all the sanctions on Russian athletes. Like, in football, the Russian teams have been kicked out of the any European yeah. competitions they were in the Russian team aren't allowed to compete in like the foot in the night like the World Cup or the Euros or nothing like that. Um athletes have had to be I mean to be fair, Russian athletes for a few years have had to be not representing Russia because they were banned for doping. Yeah, um, they, they had to change the, the name, didn't they? The, uh, the name in the Olympics. Independent, yeah. It was like independency of Russia or something yeah. stupid like that. Um but then you've got all the sanctions on the business, Roman Abramovich with Chelsea. Um just today RT, which is a news channel, I think it's of Russia today. They had their uh, broadcasting license taken off them by Ofcom. Like with all the sanctions that are going on, especially over here, I am really surprised that they've let them over. I mean one thing that we didn't mention about the wood fight is the fact that Vince was a replacement. Because it was this, you know what I mean, with the Ludwig Schillinian, he, he he couldn't make it over, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, so, but then what's funny is, we'll get on to Paul Craig properly in a minute, his opponent is Ukrainian. Right. So it, it's just, it's so confusing. Um, but I am quite surprised to see Russian athletes still on the card, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I, I don't know, it's, it, it, it's mad how it works, but... 
you know what I'm like. I don't want to get into t- too much. Um, I mean, no, neither do I. But it's one of them. It's with the being four fighters on the card and a Ukrainian. It's like you've got to kind of mention it. A little is, bit, it you know? is it really that much of an issue if they're able to get over? And you know what I mean. Well, that's the thing. I think what you've got to remember is like you know these these fighters haven't got anything to do with the conflict. Um, as as long as they if they're speaking out about it and stuff then fair enough, I think. It's just, it's tough. It's such a difficult subject at the minute. Like, um, But as I say, with all the sanctions and everything, I am surprised the UK government has let them over. Yeah. Um, well, then let, we still have a good fight out of it, so that's, that's yeah. the important thing. Let's move let's, past that pass, because yeah. I'm <clears throat> about to mention something that's just not related to fighting, so let's move past it. I'll mention it to you later. Um. Yeah, so little light heavyweight next. Uh, as we mentioned, Paul Craig, his opponent Nikita Krylov. Um, so I mean, again, he's gonna he's gonna have that sort of got a very very up and down record by the looks of it. He's been in UFC for a well, he's in his second stint in the UFC actually. Oh, did he come back? Yeah, yeah. So he was here back in twenty thirteen. Say here, like I'm there. Uh, he was in the UFC back in yeah. 2013 to 2016, left and was back in 2018. Um, at one stage, he had a five fight win streak in the UFC, um, but he's fought, he's fought some good names, really. As um, Walt Harris back in 2014, Ovin St. Um, who else have we got? Uh, Marcos Rogerio de Lima. Um, where are we? Blahovic, Ovin St. Pru again, Glover Teixeira, Johnny Walker, Magomed Ankalaev. They're just as five fights since he's been back in the UFC. Yeah. Like, man isn't taking easy fights. No, no. Um, I mean, this is another one. Yeah. Paul Craig um, isn't, isn't an easy fight. And like we mentioned before, he's he's on a win streak. You know what I mean? He's, and he, he's going to have that sort of. So not hometown, but you know what I mean. He's gonna have that energy um, from all the he, local fans. We'll all we 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 give it. We we support the British fighters, don't we? You know what I mean. Yeah, that's what we do, especially when they're on home soil. Yeah. Um, you know, he might be Scottish and hate the English. We're Scots, we hate the English, but we still support <laughs> them when it comes to this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's um, that's one thing that people with Scouses in Scotland are very common. <laughs> Brothers in arms. Um, <laughs> no, I'm looking forward. Craig Hill, he's he's an exciting fighter. Um <laughs> he didn't say that. He didn't say Craig Hill. <laughs> Did I? Yeah, Craig Hill. I was looking over I was looking at his record, you know what I mean? Yeah. just seen Jammer Hall Hill. Yeah. You know Craig, what I meant. Craig Hill, he's a new fighter. He is. <laughs> um you mean all tight. Been in No, um yeah. Paul. Um, right, so we've we've had a bit of a hiccup here, um, bit of technical issues. We seem to have done well. Um, maybe it's just us. Um, yeah. So we we've kind of had to stop recording for like half an hour, and now we're back. And for the life of us, we can't remember where we were up to. Um, so we know we were talking uh, something about Paul uh, Craig. No, I weren't even that. about it. The last thing I can remember is Paul Hill. Craig. Oh, Paul Hill. Hill. Said. Oh, where did I get Paul Hill from? Uh, anyway, just just yeah, for, just for, we're just going to move on to the next fight. Um, 
So we go to the heavyweight division. Shamil, um, I'm due to come off. I don't think that was quite, but that was quite decent. And uh, Sergei Pavlovich. Um, so yeah, battle two Russians seems a odd fight to put on on the London card, like. But um, I've got to sort of break up that precious thing, haven't you? You know. They have. But you watch Shamil. I'm not going to say his surname again, just to add. Um, as of February 14th, he's 10th ranked in the heavyweight division. So I mean, again, you got to say that's a, a again. I can understand why it's on the prelims this one, but like you think a top 10 heavyweight. That's um, you know, you can argue he doesn't belong on the prelims again, really, can you? Again, yeah, but um, to be honest with you, this one's <laughs> I, have, I haven't heard much about this one in all no, honesty. This one, that, I that's... think, I think this is here. It's like kind of just like, look, we're going to give you two Russian massive bastards and we're going to let them punch fuck out of each other, and hopefully, we get some big mad knockout, yeah. And what you know, what fan doesn't love a big knockout? No, I again, I mean. Despite Shamil being a top ten, I can't really say I've seen him too much. Um, I, I've heard of Pavlovich, whatever his name. Yeah, is. I've heard I of him more. Recall the other one. And don't know he's fought some. He's fought names: Anthony Hamilton, Walt Harris, Derek Lewis, Andrei Arlovsky, um, Marcin Tabora, Curtis Blades, Chris Dawkins. So he's, he's fought names. Don't get me wrong. Um, odd that he's still top ten. On the two fight losing streak, but I mean, it's the fact that this one is sort of plagued over by you know the fact that mm. it's British, there's a lot of British fighters, yeah. You know, as I said, it's not really getting any any attention in it, and, you know. No, as I say, it should be um, should be decent though. Two Russian fighters, um, every every are always fanatic, let's be honest, yeah, yeah, um, ain't, ain't even happened, <laughs> yeah. Um, so next we have. The man from Liverpool is well, he fights out of Liverpool. I don't think he's from Liverpool, is he? Um, but the one who's, who's kind of been the least talked about, I'd say, the British fighters on the card, Mike Grundy and um, yeah. Mahwan Amirkani. Yeah, um, it's an intriguing fight. Tough fight for for Grundy. I mean, yeah, Amirkani's coming off three losses to Edson Barboza, Camilo Kirk, and Lidon Murphy. And Grundy's coming off too, I think. Yeah, I so it, it's a it's a fight that makes sense. Yeah, Here he is to Movsar Evelev, Evelev, yeah. and Lando Venata. I think Lando Venata is the one we watched where he kept going for the takedown too much, wasn't he? Yeah, and I think Evelev is. I can't remember if he was, he's the one that was close to challenging for the title. I know that's Askar Askarov. No, wrong yeah. one. Um. But look, again, tough fight in fairness. The last two fights for Grundy, they're only two of his three. He's only lost three fights in his career and won 12. So his record's still great. He'll still be highly thought of in the by the UFC. Um, I think he just needs to get back in that win column. Yeah. Um, it's, um, Carney, he's he's one and four in his last fight, but it's still not an easy fight. Yeah. <clears throat> it's a good matchup as well because they're both uh, wrestling based, I think. Mm. Um, I just think Grundy might hold the speed advantage as well. Um, yeah. I think Grundy will come in with a point to prove as well, to be honest. Yeah. I, I, know I mean, said, I think they both will. But... I think he said like, he's doing this one for his dad or his granddad. Um, How was he? 
that's really sort of dedicating it to his performance. Right, okay. Um, I'm sure, you know, so it is always good watching Mike fight, so it should be a good one again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, opening fight on the main card is a... Hmm, what's the word I'm looking for here? Well, there's nothing really about the fight itself. It's the person who's in the fight. We've got Jai Herbert and Ilya Taporia. Not his name. Now, sorry, and it's... I'll start again. The first fight on the opening card <laughs> is Jai Herbert and Mr. Hand Sanitizer. Mr. Hand Sanitizer, boy. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. You've all seen the video, because let's be honest, 95% of the stuff you've seen about this week has been paddy. So you've yeah. all seen the video. Um Taporia is a bitch. Yes. Um, if, you, if you've got if you've got a problem with him, regardless of how warranted it is or not, go at him one on one. Yeah. Paddy wasn't. Paddy didn't back down, but Paddy wasn't looking for it. Paddy. Yeah. Was making eggs. Making eggs. <laughs> Paddy was Paddy was making eggs. He gets walked up on by six people. And he says, shows. He says, it shows he says what's happening, lad, and walks out. Exactly, it shows that he was um, looking to try and do something or whatever because his camera man was already running the yeah. video. So you know he's probably thought he can try again by himself. But just to clear up a few things for anyone out there who may not be clear on uh, scouts, it's probably quite a few people, but. When someone says what's happening, lad, when a group of people walk up to them, it's not a greeting as it's a part I believed. It's do something then. You know what I mean? When when we say someone's being terrored, we're not talking about terrorism. We're talking about someone is just being add off. But see that see when you say that though, that's not even just a scouting, that's just a British thing. Yeah. Like you've just you've just been terrored, like yeah, you've just been made a show of in front you've just been made a show of in front of everyone, is yeah. what it means. Um, it's been taken the wrong way. Paddy cleared that up. Some people accepted him clearing that up. Others, like Taporia, didn't. That's that's their problem. But the, Paddy's like, like you said, that was that was like a year ago. This is Taporia's held on and wants to, as Paddy says, get his followers up. But mm. there, there was also another person out there that accused Paddy of saying a homophobic homophobic slay. Oh yeah, he said maggot, uh, not he faggot. Said, yeah, exactly. Yeah, then you can but, clearly hear it. But the thing is, what you what you're saying there, like you said, with when he said what's happening, like that's us scousers with a with a very strange bunch of people. We're the best bunch of people, but we're weird. So we we say the same things in multiple contexts. Yeah. We were literally talking about it earlier because we were talking about Paddy saying lad all the time. Yeah. And literally you can say lad in pretty much any context. You want to live Yeah. So if if like if you're angry at someone, you say, lad, I'll smash your head in. Yeah. <laughs> if if something's if something mad's just happened, like that video I showed you earlier, where yeah. the fella got absolutely face planted, he's still on the floor now, I think. Um <laughs> you you the way Americans will go like, oh shit, and go be like crazy. Yeah. With us, it's lad, oh my god. Yeah. Like, there's there's so there's so many different contexts for saying lad just like there's different contexts for saying like what's happening you can say to your mate what's happening lad yeah you can say yeah. but like what's happening you can say what's happening lad to your mate but then with the way Paddy said it, it's like what's happening what's happening, what's happening? Oh, yeah. and like you said yeah we're heavy 
heavy can mean boss or which again you might not know what that means <laughs> this is right this episode is now just a lesson in scouts yeah. uh, now heavy can mean that was really good or heavy can mean that's really shit to be honest he ain't heavy he's my brother sick sick means good yeah yeah sick can also mean bad <laughs> our, lang- our language is very intricate mm. um also, you won't get many scouts to say intricate. That's just me. I'm, I'm, I like big words. Um, he works on the phones as well. <laughs> so, um, uh, but now, yeah, we will. We might. You know what? Let's do. Let's do a scouts episode. Let's just do a scouts lesson episode one time because yeah. I feel like this get, is what it's turning into right now. Exactly. Get get all different scouts words and just educate people on the kind of meanings that they have and what yeah. meanings that they can have. We can do. We can bring it out like lessons and everything. Bring it out, yeah. Just scouts. <laughs> <laughs> like for your first episode will just be the different meanings, different contexts for different words. Yeah. The second episode will be how to turn any word into an insult. <laughs> yeah. well, slang, very slang, good at that. slang word of the week, isn't it? Like literally, when we done that episode where we were eating American like sweets and that, we literally turned one of them into an insult. Yeah, you chewy lemon head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Next time on Scouse Lessons. <laughs> but anyway. Anyway, yeah. That would back to that the fighting. Anyway, we're we're rooting for Jai Herbert. That's that's the main crux of that anyway. Um yeah. like I say Taporia, if he's got a problem with Paddy, that that's fair enough. I understand. I can genuinely understand why he would have a problem with that. English isn't his first language. He's seen that word. He's took it in a different way than it was meant. Yeah. All he had to do was speak to Paddy, go to him one man-to-man kind of thing. Yeah. Get him to explain it to you face-to-face. Don't don't roll up on him, 6v1. Yeah. And then act like your bodyguards are holding your back when there was none of them there yet. <laughs> he put the video out and made himself just look silly. He's made... He has, and like... Don't get me wrong, Tapori is a good fighter I've got. And before this, I never had I like a problem with him. Yeah. Yeah. But now. But this is what happens when you got all the scouts there, like all the other scouts are gonna come for you. Like, <laughs> he probably got booed to be and honest, like, as well. To be Boy, honest, yes. for me, it is literally only the six v one thing. Yeah. If it did if it went up to man to man, one on one, and through a dig at him, I wouldn't even yeah. be I wouldn't I'd be like, I mean That's it's just through a dig. That's it. But like 6v1 is just it's a shit house move. Yeah. And I put it on Twitter and someone couldn't grasp what I was trying to say. Like, yeah, like someone was like, get them in the cage and then we'll see who the shit house is. I was like, you're not grasp, you're not grasping this. Your lad is still the shit house because he's like, no matter what buddy. happens, he's still a shit house from yeah. going at him with his with his boys. Exactly. Simple as anyway, let's move on from that. Because yeah. there's still some great fights we've got to talk about there. <laughs> Next, um, meatball. Yes, the meatball has been boosted up the card. Um, well deserved, especially after league. Luana Carolina is she on a two fight win streak now? Is she, I think so. She's oh no, ready. she's not one. Yeah, here comes the SM, uh, uh, ASMR. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I mean, yes, the meatball. She, she won three, she lost the first fight in the UFC, went three in a row. Then lost a couple, and now she's back in the wing column. Yeah. Where now you, I haven't watched the documentary yet. I haven't had a chance to, unfortunately. <clears throat> um, might try and watch it tomorrow before the event. But you did watch it, and you know you said in watching that that she she nearly got cut and everything. If she hadn't beat Kim in the last fight, she would have got cut. Yeah. 
Yeah, um, she, she was. I think she was on the last fight of her contract, and yeah. it was a, a case of of doing what she did to uh, yeah. get a new a new contract, and she knew that. But it's so it, it's it's one of them. It's um, she's that was probably outside of when she won the Cage Warriors title. That was probably the biggest win of her career, because if she hadn't won that fight, she went on the fight tomorrow. She went on the card tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, that's one way of looking at it. No, there's the overthrow in the like the Cashwera fight, given the context of that as well. But I think this one probably more so, you know what I mean? It's sort of like she puts you got four minutes, you know what I mean, to mm. change things, you know what I mean? And that's it. So yeah, obviously we can't wait to see Molly again. We love Molly. Yeah. Um oh, she girl, will be on this podcast one day. One day we will get it. No, it, it, it's weird with Molly as well because, like, I, ha- I, I never, I've never really watched Starstruck. I don't think I would. Over people would think of a proper scene. Molly, I'd be like a little kid, like ah, me ball. Just lose me head. Um, no, but th- th- to be honest with you, like her story and that is inspiring. What she's done and that. No, I mean it's yeah. So yeah, no, massive. Can't can't wait to see Molly. Mm-hmm. Um, so next, Definitely. someone we someone we did speak about earlier, uh, Gunnar Nelson fighting Takashi Sato. Like yeah. I said earlier, everyone knows what Gunnar Nelson's about. We don't really need to go into too much detail about this one. In fairness, he's been around for a long time now. Yeah, um, probably not here to heights. He or fans probably expect not necessarily expected them to, but wanted them to. Like we said, he's he's really popular. Yeah, when a fighter's that popular, you want them to go as far as they can and. It's never quite happened for Gunnar. He's been unfortunate with injuries re- recently, which is why we haven't seen him for three years. Yeah. Um, but I'm glad he's back. It's always good. I'm, I don't know if I'm a bit surprised again. I don't know if he's kind of got this new contract because he, he, he literally just signed a new contract, didn't he? Um, yeah. I don't know if he's got it because, he, because he's so popular. Like, coming off two losses, I know that wouldn't normally get you out the UFC, but if you're coming off two losses and your contract's just ended, there wouldn't be many fighters who'd get a new deal on the back of that. Uh, as I said, I can't remember if you said that on here or before we jumped on. It might be that Gunnar has a good relationship with, with Dana. You know, that can be yeah. a, 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 a but thing maybe that you helps you. know what I mean? Yeah. So he hasn't, to be fair, in the last few years, he hasn't been very active. He's only had five fights since 2017. Hmm. Yeah. So, his activity hasn't been fantastic in recent years, whereas you look at 2014, he fought three times, 2015, yeah. he fought twice. He's, he's always had breaks. Like, he fought a Bamford in 2010, didn't fight again until 2012. Um, Only had one fight in 2013. He has these weird periods where he's not very active and then he's really active. Yeah. Hopefully this is the start of a run where he can get a few fights in this year. And, and I think this is Soto... His opponent, I don't think he's been active for around the same time as Wood. So his uh, last fight, Wood, like yeah, so his last fight so. was 2020. Um, he's got a bit of a mixed record in UFC. So I'll beat Ben Saunders in his debut, lost to Bilal Muhammad. I mean, you look where he is now, no, no shame in that he's been doing yeah, that. Yeah. Um, beat Jason Witt and then lost to Miguel Beza. So two and two in UFC. Um, only lost four overall, to be fair. Yeah. Uh, it was in pan- was in Pancras, Pancrasi, whatever, however you say it, <laughs> for quite a while. Um, 
So he's, he's, he's I mean, Japanese fighters, the all fighting in Japan is pretty much a high level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's, he's fought at a high level. It's not, it's not going to be an easy fight, regardless. Like, but you know, um, yeah, it should be a good fight. I say it's always fun to watch. What's going to, yeah, um, and, and see what the uh, an old lake thing was, you know, doesn't really exist in that, but to see how they adapt coming back, you know what I mean? Especially with Gunner, you know, yeah. going through the injuries, you look at someone like him and like, say Cruz, for example, look at Cruz, he went through years of injuries longer than Gunner and, you know, people want him to fight Cody or Aldo next, so, you know, mm. it's not to say that he, he, he can't do that if he wants to, maybe he feels that he can, which is why he has come back, you know what I mean? So it'll be, Definitely interesting to to see, like. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so next is what I've seen a few people called the people's main event. Indeed. Um, Very much the people's main event. I don't think there's any question about that at all. Azula Vargas and uh, some kid called Paddy Pimba. Uh, I've heard of Azula. <laughs> no, I mean, no, like Paddy, Paddy for the waves he's making, he still hasn't got a Wikipedia page. Um, <laughs> I, I don't um, even know how you go about making one of them. Like, no, but that's when you know you've made it. When you've got a Wikipedia page, you've made it. <laughs> it's all right, you can get them on topology, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so earlier I mentioned fish and chips, and I said we come back to it. Um, so well, the reason I said we come back to it, it's sort of to do with Paddy, but not really. So obviously. Robbie from Barstool's over there with Paddy. Yeah. And um, while he's over here, Robbie's been doing videos tasting British food. Oh, and one he, of the yeah. things he tasted was fish and chips. Oh, what was he like with it? He was, he was like, he cut it and he was like, he was like, yeah. <laughs> that, that's so, that'll, that's amazing. <laughs> um, what, just off cutting it or did he actually eat some? No, yeah, obviously. Okay. Just because he said he cut it and then like, he's yeah, like, yeah. amazingly. Um, <laughs> it looks so good. yeah, that's why I said we come back to fish and chips. Ah, right, uh, okay. but Robbie, Robbie's there with him. So obviously Paddy's got the deal. Like how many, how many fighters have ever got a deal with a com- with a big company like Barstool off one UFC fight? <laughs> I'm, I'm generally trying to think just in like in general, not even like not even with Barstool, but oh, yeah, anyway. I'm just, I'm just like I'm just trying to think like. If there's any other fighters that sort of add that kind of deal, no, not necessarily Barstool, but like I'm trying to think. I mean, did did no, McGregor no. anything like that? No, because I mean, no, he, I don't he, think... he, he sort of made his own things anyway, like proper twelve mm-hmm. and stuff. But mm-hmm. even like see, going I don't, back, I don't think... like, like see McGregor McGregor didn't come over with the same hype that Paddy has. I think I think the the sort of biggest thing that anyone's adds like is like you look at Rampage or JSP and it'd be like the, the films mm. you know what I mean more so JSP would be in the Marvel ones but obviously mm. Rampage was in the 18 when that came out that was sort of touted as being big at the time weren't it um, wasn't he in the Expendables as well was he I think was he in number Not three sure. um, might have been no, I mean, yeah but as I say apart from that I mean, no one's really Got that kind of contract off just one fight as well. Not many people were in there with the personality to be getting something like that, though. Yeah, Paddy's just mad. 
<laughs> and he's just Paddy. I mean, he's, he's, he's said that all, all the way through. I am just me, you know. Hmm. Everyone yeah. thinks he's being a character or, you know, people are looking at people like Colby, who is putting on a character and thinking, oh, Paddy's doing that. But yeah. with Paddy, he's, it's what you get. You know what I mean? He's, he's like that in the gym. That's why he's showing you the vlogs and whatnot to show you, like, this is me. But... Hmm. Moving on to the fight, I think we know we know where we're going with. I mean, it's pretty oh, yeah. straightforward, and I like Paddy's confidence is like that big that I believe. Like we've watched, obviously watched him as well through cage. What he's but his confidence that much, I believe. Like what he he says he's going to do, like the finish in the first round. <clears throat> I think he's going to get that. It's going to be. Um... It's going to be fun, regardless of how it goes. If he gets the first round finished, great. If he doesn't, I mean, as long as he gets the win, that that's all. We, that's all yeah. that matters at this stage in his career. Um, at this stage in his UFC career, anyway, he just needs to keep getting the wins and making sure that people. Well, I mean, people are always going to want to see him, regardless. I think, but he's just got to keep piling and wins up for the time being. Yeah. On this fair, on this first contract, anyway, it's all about the wins. It's not about how he wins right now. Focus on that your next contract, you know what I mean? I think yeah. as long as he wins, that's all we want. I mean uh, if you can do that, like get the wind on your first contract and do it in oh yeah fashion, don't, 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 I mean. don't want anyway, we know we want it. Just gotta, you know, keep the focus right kind of thing. And I say we know we won't be having the focus in the wrong place because he's been doing this for how long he's been doing it. But yeah. just uh one of them can't wait to see him and we'll finally get to see the workout in the I know, yeah <laughs> yeah man crazy definitely um so coming uh arnold allen dan hooker great fight that's a, that is a great fight technically fight. So it, it's a good fight for the hooker coming down to federates as well you know if arnold allen doesn't come out with a meal deal i'm really going to be annoyed <laughs> Or walk out with one, eat one with yeah. one down, and <laughs> um, I, I think now Arnold's starting to get the what's the word I'm looking for, like the recognition they deserves. You know what I mean, the, there's been a lot of British fighters that went under the radar, like Jai Herbert. Like what we didn't touch on with him is the fact that his first two fights, one was against Moicano, and I forgot who the other one was. Like. Uh, t- tough opponents starting out and even now with, with San- Sanitizer Boy League mm. um, he, he is Trans- a good fighter you know what I mean so Francisco Trinaldo was his first fight in the UFC there you go so, and, no, then, we, and then then he became a worthy yeah so not, no easy fights from the start you know what I mean no. but um, but Arnold to Allen, sort of go back to Alan undefeated in the UFC been here since didn't realize he'd been in the UFC since 2015. Is he only 28? Yeah, so he's been in the UFC since 21. Um, that's crazy. Fourth on the Bisping Silver card, and, and that, fought, that, like, that's what I mean. Like, he doesn't get the no. recognition, like, like, how long he's been in, and the fact that he's undefeated. You know, what I mean, he, he sort of falls under that Edwards category of because he's not. Proper outspoken and that he doesn't get as many eyes on him, you know, which is yeah. got some yeah. um he's got some good names on his record though. Mahwan Amir Khani, 
speak to him, who uh, Grundy's fighting, Matt yeah. Spinell, Gilbert Melendez, Nick Lentz, Sadiq Yusuf, who's just... Um, just one last one, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so good names, good names. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, it's going to be a good Hoffa. fight. I mean, that, everyone knows Dan Hooker. He's yeah. everyone you don't game, even have to really... Game as fuck, you know what I mean? Fight anyone. Don't have to really talk about Dan Hooker. Like, that, yeah. That's why he's got like a hell of a reception <clears> coming in, because he's got that mentality <clears> of fight anyone, anywhere. One and one and three in his last four though, so he's on a bit of a bit of a slope at the moment. Yeah, what's it uh, be? I mean, Islam, uh, Islam, Eros, Chandler, Dustin. Yeah, but you yeah. look at these names, like just some of the names on Umar, Mark. Just because again, I'm looking at different names. U Dan Hooker's fourth. You've got like Ian Entwistle. Um, Ross the, fact that, the fact that he's didn't mention the mark first after mentioning Mark first. <laughs> I know, yeah. Uh, no, Mark, uh, Ross Pearson, Mark Diakis, I think that's how you say it. Um, yeah. Jim Miller, Gilbert Burns, Edson Barboza, James Vick, Alaya Quinter, Paul Felder, Dustin Chandler, Nazrat Hachprast, Islam Akhjev, like and names upon names. I think against British fighters, I think he's undefeated. Mark Diakis, Ross Pearson. Yeah, be both of them. So it's um also sorry, I missed a few I missed one out here. Yeah, yeah, Rodriguez. Yeah. Um so he's for the, the competition. I mean, this is Arnold's biggest test, you know what I mean? Dan Hooker's got that name too. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So to get a win over Hooker would be big for Alan and for Hooker coming down, having that sort of undefeated record against Brits. It looks fucking good back at featherweight. Yeah. You know, it's it's a good, if, um, good call me in this. If Alan winks, winks. If Alan wins, do you think it, <laughs> that that was a, that was more of a twitch? That yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, no. If Alan wins, how far away do you think he is from the title from a title shot? What is it? I think he's he's like rank six, isn't he? I think it doesn't. Did it say seventh? Seventh. As of December twenty-one. So I mean, I think a win over Hooker League will put him put him up the rankings at least two or three places, you know. And he's got to be. They're both looking at it as a possible title eliminator, and it's understandable on both ends. You know what I mean? Like even though yeah. the last two fights with Hooker he's lost, it's still Dan Hooker. He's still got that number six next to his name in lightweight. You know what I mean, it still carries credibility in that, like. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't argue if they said, "Okay, well, the winner this gets the title shot next." Like, hmm. fair dues, know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So yeah, main event. Um. Big boys. Biggest test of this man's young career, Thomas Bernal and uh, Alexander Volkov. Hmm. Yeah. Um. I mean, Volkov, great record, six ranked heavyweight, uh, former Bellator. Heavyweight champ, he was M1 global heavyweight champ. Um, he's with the exception of the UFC so far, wherever he's gone, he's, he's won a title. So, yeah, the man's got serious credentials. And again, you look at some of the names on his on his record Timothy Johnson, Roy Nelson, Stefan Struve, Fabricio Overdoom, Derek Lewis, Greg Hardy, Curtis Blades, Walt Harris, Alistair Overeem, Cyril yeah. Garn, Marcin Taboria. Like, he, he's never not fought a killer. 
And this is the thing with Volkov, though, as much Not as only he... that, sorry. Sorry, go I'll on. just go back a little bit. Go on. Check on go as well in Bellico. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. He doesn't he doesn't duck a fight by he's, he's been fighting at the highest, the highest level for years. But the thing with Volkov, like what you tend to notice is like sometimes he falls flat in them bigger bigger events. You know what I mean? Like his last one against Cyril, um his one against Lewis. You know, it's um it seems like in them bigger shorter fights that are gonna mean quite a bit. Mm. He can fall flat sometimes, and not like having a go at him. It's just with this one being what it is in the UK, you're fighting the the hometown boy. You know what I mean? The the local. Uh, I mean, he looks really chilled out. Not when he's weighing in and the crowd aren't really, you know, with him. He doesn't yeah. look too bothered, but. Is it going to be that again where he does just slightly, slightly fall flat? You know what I mean? Like, uh, I think Aspinall's speed will be a big difference in this. Yeah. Um, I think... I'm just just reading about this here, sorry to just jump in. So, oddly, Aspinall was due to fight uh, Shamil um, after Rakhimov, yeah. who's still on the card, and then it was announced that he would face... Um, Volkov instead, so it's weird that they were like, we're going to put you against this guy. Oh, wait, no, Volkov's here. So we're going to keep you on the card anyway and give you to Aspinall. I can't remember what Tom said about that. I think he said, like, I, I don't know if he said, like, Volkov wasn't the first to be offered or something like that. Obviously, mm-hmm. there was Shamil. Or maybe with the, you know, maybe the fact that he said, yeah, like, I can't just be taking my time or, you know, I've got to take the opportunity while I've got it. Maybe they needed that more of a bigger, bigger thing for for the UK. You know what I mean? Like him against Volkov is a lot bigger than him against Shamil. You know what I mean? So more implications and that. And I think he's ready for it. Like he's just got to do it himself, essentially. Yeah, definitely. Um, but the big fight for Thomas Bono. Um, yeah, but I think I think he's ready. You know. So four fights in the UFC, one performance of the night in three of them. Yeah. Um, the man's talent, and you know if he can continue this, we said it a few, a few episodes back. Um, I think he's the next Brit right now to get a title shot. Well, obviously Leon Edwards is, but yeah. you know what I mean. Um, you know, you know what I mean. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think he's the. You think he's the next next one. Yeah. Um, so look, it's it's going to be a great card. Um. And we are very, very much looking forward to it, as we mentioned earlier. And the good thing are, for us is it's early. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Get to go to sleep at a normal hour, and yeah. um, so yeah, it will. I say we're looking forward to it. Um, it's early for us. We're going to be live streaming. You're going to get to see us eat on the live stream because of the time it is. Like that's just normal eating time yeah. for us. <laughs> so you see what we'll be eating, which will be a big, will, massive thing. You will see the feast. <laughs> um, so we've we've we did put out a tweet on a Instagram, um, asking for questions. So we're gonna we're gonna run through these. We've only got we've got a handful. Um, so I say we'll we'll run through these and get them nice and out the way. Um, because this is taking a lot longer than I expected to. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, so, first question we have from our good friend Christopher from Unmatched MMA. Yep. Um, I've never full named him before. And that, that's, I felt weird. It's, it seemed fitting at that point for some reason. It, it did. Um, so, <laughs> basically, his question, and we kind of covered this, is why the fuck is Jack Shaw so low on the card? Yeah. Um, your guess is as good as ours, Chris. Like we said, we've kind of touched on that a little bit anyway. Um, as I say, it's a, it's a hard one. one. I, I think he's he's at that point where he, he is getting respect, but I do sort of... I feel like with, with Sean as well, he will kind of fall into that, uh, that Alan Leon thing. He's a brilliant fighter. It's just he's almost still a bit too quiet at the minute, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I, it, it, it seems unfair, you know what I mean, because it should be about the talent and what you're doing, but, and then you have that and you put it against the card, how it is, who's on it, you know, it's, um, I, I don't know, it, it's a mad one, like, as, as, we, as we said earlier, we would have moved two fights that on the main card and put in Paul Hill on it, as you said, um, mm. but, I guess you know gonna sort of get might as I said might have a thing with Dana where he gets that sort of position you know he's fought in the yeah. UK before and uh, with Jai Herbert and Tapoye I'm not too sure about that one but yeah mm. to quote what you said your guess is as good as ours yeah um, next question thanks for that one Chris um, next question is from Mook or uh, Sipping T City Ortega. So he's kind of got a sort of three part question, I suppose. Um, so he said, Do these cards mean more to you than the ones in the States? So I'm going to ask them separately so we can answer them like properly. Um, I wouldn't say they mean more to us. Well, for me anyway, they don't mean more necessarily. It's just I think it's we get more hyped for like we wouldn't be this hyped for a for a fight night card if it was in America. Um, yeah. But that's more because you know, we've had Paddy on here, we get to interview him, uh, we get to watch him fight. We've had Nathaniel on here, we would have got to watch him fight. It's like these are people we spoke to, these are people we've interacted with, we kind of relate to them more. So yeah. I don't think I don't think the fight it necessarily means more the card. It's just better for us because like we spoke to him go and win we get more into it because of that yeah I mean and I think that that's like even the case with other fighters you know we, we spoke to like oh, that kind of happens when you when you you speak to them and you sort of get to know them you know what I mean you've got to yeah, know more like, than the other person they're fighting aren't you so yeah, Gillian Robertson prime example from the other week exactly uh, you know, Chris Curtis just had to pull off from his fight, but yeah, broken hand, and we were good for him. I think that's why we touched on like Nathaniel at the beginning so much yeah. because we spoke to him. We know he's a he's an absolute fucking gem of a guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. And we were looking forward to seeing a fight, but we were looking forward. We just wanted him to get back to what he loves doing. Yeah, um, that's it. So not, but that's what it is. I think we just can relate a bit more with a lot of the people on these ones because they are British. Yeah, um, and especially you know scouts fighters. Exactly, and I, I think like and Aspinall and Grundy. I mean, they're not from Liverpool, but they fight out of Liverpool, so yeah, exactly. I think when 
scousers on the card as well. Like I, I do become quite invested in it because it's that the thing of you know supporting our own with that. But exactly like you said, like especially Nathaniel is, you know, <clears throat> we can relate. We've spoke to him. You know, it, it's that kind of. It's almost like investing, but you, you've got to know them more on a personal level. And I think that is what it almost. It almost it, you can't get. It's like that feeling as if you were watching your mate fight kind of thing. A yeah. Little bit. Yeah. Um, not to obviously the same extent, but it's got that kind of just more personal feel to it. Yeah. Um. So second part of Mook's question was, um, is there a different energy you feel on fight day? Um, Definitely, because we're not like trying to stay awake at five o'clock in the morning, so our energy levels are up. <laughs> yeah. I was, you, yeah. You just talked about something off. To be fair. Um, no. No problem. No problem. Yeah, that that's that's literally the only difference. Yeah, is we're not fighting to stay awake. Um, watch our fall asleep at like eight o'clock tomorrow. Yeah, we're not fighting <laughs> to watch people fight. Yeah, and then uh, final part of the question is: What is your routine leading up to the fight? Um, we don't really have one, do we? Really? You get the like, bars a bit earlier <laughs> than you yeah, would do. On I mean, if we were watching like a main card. I'd get round to yours about three or four hours before it starts. Yeah. Doing different series, I'm going to be coming around about an hour before it starts. Yeah. And um, as we said before, you'd be seeing us eating, you know, that's eat, our, actually that's our... eat our meal. We usually have our meal before we go live, but hmm. given the time and that. Not going to happen. Yeah. No, but that's <laughs> it. Our, our routine for all fight cards is the same. We, we, we don't even really plan. I was going to say we plan. That's a lie. We oh. get set up to stream we eat our food and then we go live and you, we have some snacks and some energy drinks and stuff to keep us going <laughs> yeah it's, it's going to be the same and we except. enjoy fights yeah yeah, it's going to be the same except we, it's not necessarily to keep us going this time yeah even though we, we still got energy drinks but it, I think that's just they sounded nice and they sounded nice yeah. there was there's like 75 get, yeah 75 a day in there <laughs> Um. So great questions, Mick. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Greg, um, he has asked. Now from, I really like this question from the and then some podcasts. Uh, yeah. And I think Sorry. his thing is, uh, Greg underscore ATSM or something, isn't it? Yeah, something like that. We apologise if we got that wrong, but he's well, been we'll on here before and we, we we spoke to him. He's yeah. Um. But no, I I really like this question because. I said this to you when we were talking about this the other day. Greg's question takes away the bias for us. Yeah. Now, what he said is basically if if only two fight, English fighters on the main card can walk away with a win, who would you say the two that need to win the most? Now, if he would if he'd have just said who do you who do you want to win the most, we probably both would have said Paddy and Molly. Yeah. Now, like I said, this takes away the bias because you've got to actually think who needs a win here. So for me. The two I think need a win are Mike Grundy. He's on the main two... card, though. Says main card. Oh, shit, okay. He, he didn't get me with that one, because uh, I, I looked on there, and I was like, okay, he's just saying on card in general, but when I see main card, I was like, okay, yeah, you can. Um, okay. Can't throw me... Grundy in there. Let me have a quick... So, I'll go with mine, then. Go on, then, yeah, because I, um, I Grundy... I'm one off the main card, to be fair. So. Right. So the first one I had was Jai Harry. Now, that's also just based on because he's coming off the two losses. But as we said before, you look at them two losses. 
it's no no easy fight. You know what I mean? Especially coming in to take them too. Like, look at Moicano. He's just fought Dos Anjos. You know what I mean? So, mm, true. That, that, like, says a lot. Um, I don't think if he loses, he, he leaves the UFC. Um, but I think it would just based off record and that sort of thing. Yeah, Jai Herbert probably is one. Um, as we go up, um, I don't think I think meatball sound, Paddy sound. Um, who's the other English fighter on there? Arnold Allen, I think. He, he's on a what an eight fight win streak. You know what I mean, I think mm-hmm. if he loses, I, I don't think he needs to win. I'm gonna go with Aspinall only because so when I originally thought this, I'd heard him say about sort of not knowing how he's going to be. And I don't think he needs to win in terms of, oh, well, he's on a two-fight losing streak or whatever. I think he sort of needs it to prove to himself that he can be in that sort of space, performing in front of a massive crowd, because, I mean, he hasn't fought in this kind of capacity. Like, when he fought in cage audience, I don't think it reaches that capacity. And then he's fought through the pandemic. So it's been been no no crowds there. So this is and then main event. So I think with him is he needs to win to show himself that he can do that. To have the main event at the spot. Be in front of a crowd and still perform as he has done before. That's my sort of thing with with that one. Yeah. Um so I mean the one I had off the main card originally was pretty much for the same reason so he can prove he belongs in the in the upper regions of the division basically um and off the main card yeah i'd probably say jay herbert myself um he has just come i mean you say he come off two wins his last fight he did win uh two losses sorry he did oh yeah yeah karma worthy so yeah but of them all i think it's probably a toss-up actually between um Jai and Molly, just because I think they're in the same position in terms of Molly. just does yeah. it mean Grundy or no no like Jai and Molly, so they're in the same sort of thing where you've had a couple oh, of losses yeah. and then won the yeah. won the won the most recent fight. They're both at that same right. position kind of thing in that respect. Um but I'm more confident of Molly winning than I am Jai. So I'd say Jai probably needs it a little bit more in that respect. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, very very good question, Greg. That was yeah. me. I'm not gonna lie, that was my favourite one of yeah. um, all of the ones we had this time. Um, this one for that. Yeah, very good. So Smash Sports is this one we got off Instagram, is it? Yeah. So Smash Sports. Um, the ones off Twitter will tag on Twitter. The ones off Instagram will will tag on Instagram. Yeah. Um. So Smash Sports said, "What are your predictions for Volkov versus Tom, Paddy versus Vargas, and Alan and Hooker?" Um, Volkov, Tom. I think Tom is very good anywhere the fight is. Yeah. Um, it's whether Volkov. I think. I think there's quite a bit of. I don't know if there's a big height difference. What's Volkov? Yeah, six, Volkov's seven. like six seven. I think only six. It's only two inches. To be fair, it's yeah. not. It's not much. Um, I think Tom is quite comfortable wherever the fight goes. He's got to watch out, Volkov. You know, it's got decent power. Yeah. Um, but 
yeah, I mean, 22 wins by knockout, he's got power. So he needs to be wary of that. I wouldn't say avoid because you can't really. <laughs> it, it's ne- nearly impossible to avoid getting hit at least once in a fight. Yeah. But he's got he's to be wary of it. Don't get too close to him. And I think, to be honest, I think he could end up submitting him. Honestly, that, that was that was my thought. If I'm lying, like, <clears throat> I think, as I said before, Aspinall, I, I believe, has the speed advantage. Was, there's been times when Volkov has got tired going into the later rounds. Obviously, with Aspinall, he hasn't done that five rounds, but not for the fact he would have been training five rounds even before getting this main event before even the idea of it so yeah, I see him getting like the submission win in the third third round or so um, um, yeah. Paddy Paddy and Vargas um, Vargas is a good fight don't get, don't get me wrong Yeah, like you said before Paddy is so confident that you just you believe what he says you know He's that type of person, and it's kind of what people used to have with McGregor, and I understand it. It's just McGregor was a knob. McGregor was a character, is a character. Paddy's not, but yeah. they do the way they the way they speak, the way they believe in themselves, makes you believe mm-hmm. that they could do anything. I remember talking to Jay, who would do the Liverpool podcast with, yeah, about McGregor. This is this is talking like when McGregor was championship worthy kind of thing, and like he. he it was when um, McGregor said, "I am. I'll run through. I'll run through the whole company. I'll run through the whole every weight, weight class, and everything." Yeah. And Jay was like, "And Agni was just like, he can do it. He can do it." I was like, are, "Are you mad?" Like, <laughs> he's like, "Lad, he's he's backed up everything he said." It's like, "All right, yeah, fair enough." But if he goes like in with Anthony Johnson and gets punched, he will actually become dust. Yeah, yeah. So uh, at that point, was he featherweight or was he in lightweight? I don't, I don't know. You know, I don't know what where he was at the time when he said it. But he literally said he'll go through every division kind of thing. What he was in, I don't know if he actually said them words, but it's what he was insinuating. Yeah. And argued. He was like, I believe he can do. It's like, lad, I promise you, a hundred million, thousand, every any number you can think of in your head, that percent he can't do it. And um, but that's that's what he had. He had that thing where he believed in himself so much that his fans couldn't help. Yeah. But believe in him and Paddy's got that about him but I shared the video Paddy the other day when he was you know after he said no reporters from the sun for yeah. off, basically and then he was talking about why he got banned and stuff for calling someone a piece of shit for calling uh, for mocking the little lad with cancer yeah, maybe, yeah. Like, like he said he's got morals he wants to help people he, he takes people to match with him like, yeah he had, he, had the, he had the little kid with him in at the weigh-ins today yeah yeah like he's just that's that's what we're like as scouts, you know what I mean? We just we'll help people as much as we can. And yeah. Paddy's got a platform. Well, Paddy's getting robbed of a platform that he's wanting to use to help people, but also yeah. progress his own career at the same time. Not that let's be honest, he doesn't need it now. But um you do, you believe everything he says. And yeah, he's getting a first round finish. Yeah. If he wants I, to stand him, if he wants to stand with him, he's getting knocked out. If he wants to take it to the floor, then he's getting yeah. submitted. I honestly think like he's gonna get the submission this one. Like I think he's he's shown his hands like in the last one. And people as as you said, people who's not only watch UFC think he's just a striker now. So I yeah. think he'll go for the submission this one. Like, look, I'm my jiu jitsu is my fucking court and all mean so yeah. Um so that I mean we know that's gonna be um 
the one that's probably going to be the closest. I think this is, three this is, is hard. Alan Hooker. Hooker is elite level. <laughs> it sounds like a completely different person, Alan Hooker. <laughs> um, no, Hooker is 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 an elite level fighter. Mm-hmm. Don't don't let the last couple of fights fool you with him. Yeah, coming off the losses, he's he's still an elite level fighter. He's only really fought the elite in the UFC. Yeah. Yeah. This is Alan's chance to prove that he's part of the elite. Um, it's going to be it's going to be very close. I'm gonna I'm gonna actually say Alan by decision. See, I, I think with with this one of it, Alan saying a lot about he wants to get a finish. Like he's he wants to show people that he, that he's got that. <clears throat> now, like with with Alan because he's not that outspoken, like. Like he, he probably says, yeah, I want to get that finished, but it's whether you think he, he will. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I don't know. I'm going to like give him the benefit of the doubt and say he scores a finish. And like the... Say that's... Yeah, like the fourth round. There's no in it, so it's, so it's... I think it's only three rounds, though. Is it? But... Oh yeah, they, 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 they pick and choose like when it's a five round come in, don't they? Like, mm. that's, it's only ever happened like once or twice, which is annoying. Yeah, no, it's a it's a <clears> three <throat> round come in, which is why I'm gearing more towards the decision. Yeah, I, I think I think it, I don't know. But this is the one I've struggled to pick because it's a super matchup. Um it's it's either decision or Finishing the the later later end of the last round. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be a good fight regardless. Uh, so thank you, Smash Sports, for that. Um, the mustard MMA. Um, I said, what's your favorite UFC London or any UK card moment? Um, I'm gonna go first with this one. If you go for it, okay with that. Um, for me, um, it's not even like. It's not even like a, a fight moment or anything like that. For me, it was just having the event in Liverpool. Yeah. Because we've had people from don't get me wrong, other cities have had other cities have had fights there, though. That's I think that's the difference. But we've had people from Liverpool in the UFC, Terry Etham, Paul Sass. Yeah. Um, I'm, you know, there's probably a couple of others that I can't quite remember right now. Paul Kelly. Um, um, Paul Kelly, yeah. Another one from Carbon, like another Paul, who's kind of a cool mm. name, but yeah, carry on. Was it Paul Taylor or something like that, was it? Yeah, something like that, I think. Anyway, we, we've had a few fighters from Liverpool in the UFC in the past. Jason Tan, another one, um, and they've never really got the recognition. And then Dad until comes along, everybody loves him, he's a fan favorite, he's the one to bring it to Liverpool, yeah. And it's fucking been it was just a great moment for. The city we seen, you know, Paddy blew the roof off in the Echo. Well, now the MS Bank Arena when it's it was the Cage Warriors. It's the Echo. It's still the Echo, but yeah. <laughs> now he, he blew he blew the roof off the Cage Warriors. Yeah. Till brought the UFC to Liverpool. Paddy says he's gonna be the one to bring it to Anfield. Like we're we're going above and we're going up levels here now. Yeah. Um rumours are they have got two more UK cards planned this year. Yeah, about that. Apparently, is Manchester in Liverpool. and Liverpool. Yeah, be interested to see where they go with Liverpool because like the, the thing is, what well, the thing is, M and S 
the reason I said it's got the MS Bancarina or so I can touch on this. They apparently don't want their name associated with MMA, which is why MS though. MS don't want their name associated with MMA. Um, for some reason, but they'll they'll allow boxing in there. It's like we're really it's really it's much of the same. Like it's still fighting regardless. You can't really say we don't want one type of fighting here, but we'll allow, we'll allow that one. You know what I mean? Uh, fuck them. <clears throat> but anyway, fuck them. Like, so uh, as as the fighters said, they the 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 echo's too small now. You know what I mean? And they've they're fucking blown steam up their own ass. Like they have not want to be associated with them and it, uh, yeah. MMA then. Fuck them, no, I mean, like, fingers, though, it's going to be somewhere else. It's going to be hard finding somewhere else in Liverpool, though, especially this year. Goodison is a shithole, don't go there. Um, Anfield does events in the summer now, it has concerts on in there. So, the, the, the slots for there will already be taken up. Like, if it's not the echo, there's not really anywhere that's it. You're going to have to like find a big massive field and just put the octagon there. And just <laughs> you can do it in my but you can do it in our backyard. <laughs> um, but no, yeah. for me, yeah, it was just having having the card in Liverpool in general. Yeah. Um, for me, I, I don't know. Obviously, there's been a lot of moments, you know, Brisbane fought Anderson and that, but one that sticks out to me, and it's mostly because he was a proper underdog, is um. When Matthews fought Alves, Thiago Alves, um, I think everyone at the time thought Matthews was going to win. Like, mm. And Thiago Alves wasn't done him in, you know what I mean? Um, and I think it was mad having Hughes on a, a UK card at that point. Yeah. So he was, you know, fucking huge at that point in time. So, yeah, it'd probably be. Maybe that. That's an interesting one. Yeah, definitely. Um, so final questions um are from Cage Warriors Fighter, which was a nice surprise. Yeah, um, this is nice. Manny Um great guy. Um, you know, so thank you very much for the questions, Manny. So first one, who do you think is gonna steal the show? Come on. <laughs> Yeah, I think we've done it quite answer. a bit already. I, I think it, he knows as well. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Mike, Mike <Grundy. laughs> No, it, it's it's. It, I mean, Paddy, come on. Yeah, his walkout will steal the show. Yeah, and, um, and his his performance will. And when he gets on the mic, he's going to do what he does again. Yeah. Um. So that was an easy one to start with. Um. Who's got the most pressure on them going into the card? I'm going to say the same person for myself to be honest he won't feel pressured himself but I think he has he's like I said he's been the person you've seen all week it's been 95% Paddy mm. a lot of people will be tuning in to watch him get beat and he knows that he doesn't care we yeah. don't care but I think he because of all the hype and everything surrounding him I think he has got the most pressure going in there I say not for him he won't feel pressure I just think the fans are going to get on him so much if he loses, you know what I mean? Um, he, he's already that, said, opinion. he's already said for him it's a lose lose for, for uh, to put it, it's a win win, you know what I mean? He hmm. comes to, his, to the UK, beats Paddy, he's like, oh, you beat Paddy the next, you know, the next boy. But if he loses, like, well, you lost to Paddy, you know what I mean? It's, 
it's fucking and then like the, the other way around like if Paddy loses to Vargas like well he weren't as big as he said he was going to be and if he wins like oh well it's not a surprise so it's yeah. he, he knows so that the anyway. reason the reason I don't think the reason I think Paddy as well is because you look at the card and it's like if if Aspinall loses to Volkov there's no shame in that Volkov's a, an elite level fighter if Arnold Allen loses to Dan Hooker same thing like um, Molly maybe a little bit on air Jai Herbert people are probably saying Tapori is a better fighter than him so there's no pressure on Jai Herbert there um, I just think you know Jack Shaw fighting Valiev um, don't know I, I, again that's a good fight um, maybe maybe Paul Craig a little bit but for me I just think there's going to be so much Paddy's the only one who's going to get scrutinised if he loses and for that reason alone, I think it's him. I'm gonna go with two. I'm gonna go with Aspinall based on what I said earlier. Of <clears throat> I think the only person he, he has is if he puts on himself to to perform, to be able to perform in the main event, perform in front of twenty thousand, however it is, you know what I mean? Um just to show himself that he can do it and hang with those big names as well. I think the, the other one, um, probably Makayev, just based on how he's coming in, how he's coming in with quite a lot of people expecting quite a lot from him. Um, as as we've looked, he's undefeated. It's He's coming in with a lot and it's seeing if he can hang in that bigger league. You know what I mean? It's the UFC. It's the sort of pinnacle of the sport let's say you know what I mean yeah absolutely so it'd be added them too fair enough final one from Manny is this the beginning of a new a new what let me start that again is this the beginning of another UK (laughs) MMA golden age 100% Um, yeah and really you're not even looking at you're not even just looking at UFC like yeah, UFC. You've got Paddy. You've got Molly. You've got Dipstown, you've got Leon Edwards. You've got Darren Till. Yeah, he might be coming off two losses. Still Darren Till. You've still yeah. got him. You've got Jack Shaw. The list goes on and on and on. Just look at the cards. No, I mean yeah. But then you go to like other promotions. You go to Bellator. You've got Gavin Hughes. Someone else we spoke yeah. to. You've got you know people like Jordan Barton who's fighting very soon on a on a big card. Um. Uh, there's probably, I mean, there's tons more that I'm, I'm missing there, and I, I apologize yeah. to all of them. But even then, you come onto like your regional scenes, you've got into Cage Warriors, you've got literally the Manchester card, Cage Warriors, you've got seven next gen lads fighting on there. Yeah. Like, man himself, are, fighting on man himself, as well. yeah. Oh, man. So the level of talent in, in Cage Warriors now is off the charts. Um, there's a reason why they've just lost about five of them to, to the UFC at the same time, yeah. like, you know what I mean? Exactly. Um, you know, and then. You go further down into your other local shows, like the ones we've spoke about and spoke to people on, FCC, UKFC, um, you know, Almighty, yeah. Almighty, Cage Steel, and the level, level everywhere is just phenomenal right now. And yeah, it's only getting better. You know, when we spoke to Ray the other day, he was saying, like in Liverpool, you've got like six gyms. Yeah. And like, you know, you've got some of the people training. Out of there and training in there. Another one we didn't mention about being from Liverpool, Fishgold, Chris Fishgold. Yeah. Um, you know, the level has been 
the level's phenomenal. Chris Fishgold teaches in quite a few of the gyms, uh, splits his time between a few of them. You know, you've got Paul Rimmer, one of the best, most respected um, BJJ black belts in the country. Yeah. Like, it's the, just... The, the first black belt in Merseyside and that, I mean, yeah, it's fucking... It's just fucking... It's off the charts right now, and it's only going to get better. Um, yeah. people are gonna people are gonna see the success. Leon Edwards is having. They're gonna see the success. Even his brother Fabian, you know, he's, yeah. he's a great fighter himself. The success they're having, the success Paddy's having, Molly's having, Jack Shaw, all these people. People are gonna look at the success they're having and go, "This is what I want to do." The gyms are gonna get bigger. They're gonna need to expand. They're gonna need to open more gyms and stuff like that. Yeah, and it's not even just in Liverpool. You go down to to London. You've got GB top team, Brad Pitt. Yeah. Nathaniel Wood, um, Lowe's out there, Dominic Wood, you know, you know, Wesley Meyer, Dominic Wooden. There's, there's just... three on the Cage Warriors card tonight. You had Donnie Kavanagh, you had um, Nick Bagley, and Kingsley Crawford. You know what I mean? Mm. There's the Hardwick brothers, like, talent is just unbelievable right now in the UK. We are gonna take over, the, the British are gonna take over, I guarantee. Yeah. Give it, give it three or four years. Bisman won't be the only UK champion anymore. Yeah, I mean, you look at the cards and you look at all the names on it. It's like, well, they, Britain has got a shit to the talents. But like before we even got into this podcast, we would have just watched UFC, look at that card, and thought, yeah, we've got loads. You know what I mean? We think that's just there. We're doing this podcast. We've seen like just it, it trickles down, like you said. Cage Warriors belts, or you know, even in Brave, you know, something, and then the regional shows. It's just so much. It's 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 and it's it's, gonna, an, it's an amazing time for UK MMA. And we've spoke a lot about the level of amateurs, like they're competing at pro levels in amateurs, and yeah. that just shows the progression. You know what I mean, and as you said, give it a few years, and you'll see all these. Amateurs and people who are turning pro start making those moves into the those bigger shows. You know what I mean? You've got someone like Hugh who's already fought on Bellator. You know what I mean? But given the circumstances with, with COVID, he couldn't carry on with it. Mm. So you've already got fighters like that who have been in a position like that. And I think next few years you'll start seeing those names make that move into the UFC or Bellator or wherever it'll be. So I definitely think, especially with the way we've discussed it there, that definitely the beginning of another golden age and Manny, you got to be part of that, mate. You know what I mean? It's, 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 it's brilliant to, to see it. Just yeah, this watch. is, this, you're one of the people whose time it is. Yeah. You, 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 you're so fortunate that you get to be a part of this and a big part of it. It's not even like you just you've been around for a long time now. Like I I've said to you for a while, I, I remember seeing Manny back in 2016 or whatever it was when I went to Shinobi yeah. Warfare. Yeah. So Manny's Manny's been around a long time and yeah, he's now he's getting he's getting the recognition he deserves and he's he's gonna get better. He's you know he's a great fighter. He's it's gonna make it. He's you just he's another one of them. You 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 can you feel his confidence. Yeah. Um, and so, by the way, he, he, he's not old. Like he said, he's been fighting for a long time. He's still a young fella as well. And he's he'll, still younger than me. I'm you'll see him. He, um, he'll be fighting on the April first and second 
cards and cage warriors. So you can yeah. see Manny there um, with a load yeah. of other great fighters. But, um, great questions, Manny. Really appreciate that. I, I, um, I put the sat up in, in my seat for, for those. I mean, it was like, I like sort of feeling a bit, bit tired. It's because of the little sort of break we had that weren't really break. But I got up in my seat for those, those questions. Mm. Um, so that that's all the questions. As I say, we'll we'll tag everyone on the platform that they ask the questions on. Yeah. Um, it's like I say, it's going to be a great card tomorrow. We are going to be live streaming. So like I said at the beginning, follow us in advance. Yeah. Uh, on Twitch, Super Necessary Podcast. Um, we've got we have got a few a few episodes still to come this yeah. month. Uh, not going to reveal who or anything like that because we like to we like to surprise you all. Yeah. Um, Keep y'all in suspense. But, um, the one we probably can hopefully mean well we're going to try and do another big episode around the cage warriors yeah um we like the big we like the big episodes they're always fun to go yeah. off having multiple fighters on so we're going to try and do another one and um, it seems people like them as well because you know um, you see that we've so. got we've got another gloves are off coming up yeah um people really talked to the last one of that really well yeah um, exactly we're, we're connor and the Enigma on, yeah. Um, so yeah, we've, we've got a few. We've got we've got someone I'm really looking forward to on the 28th. Um, I can't wait for that. <laughs> and yeah, once once that's out, you'll you'll understand me. Uh, my excitement, although I probably don't sound it right now. Um, <laughs> we've we've been doing this. We I think we went live here. Uh, I think we got onto like Zoom at like half eight. Yeah, it's now half eleven. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So uh, yeah, everyone kind of has gone to bed now. So I'm trying to be a bit quieter. But yeah, no, we've we've got a few episodes still to come. Um, we've got the live stream. It's it's been a busy-ish month for us. We were hoping it was going to be busier. Yeah. It still could be busier, to be fair. But look, we've um, like I said, we haven't done an episode like this for a while. Felt fitting that it was for USC London. Yeah. Um, it's going to be great. We won't be tired. More yeah, probably. we won't. <laughs> It'd be good to feel actually. Energized, you know what I mean? Yeah, man, definitely. Um, so thank you everyone for listening. Um, and yeah, we'll be back with more interviews very, very soon. So thank you and good night. super necessary.